entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer, and I'm here with me today with my son and my business partner, Mike Bayer, and we are bringing this to you as a Happy New Year episode. Hi, Mike. Hello and welcome back, and so welcome back to me and Happy New Year. Uh, we're just looking out of the office here outside, and it's, uh, it is frosty. What is it right now? It's minus 35, sorry, minus 25 degrees Celsius outside. So, yes, I I got Mike, Mike got us a Google Home for Christmas. So, it might be something we'll talk about in this episode because um, we're just about to start automating our home. So, we got the Google Home, and I can get up every morning now and say, Good morning, Google. And Google's saying, it's minus 25 outside and there is a cold weather warning. And yeah, it's... Lock, lock the doors, stay inside, put an extra log on the fire. <laughs> That's exactly what I intend on doing. It really has got me thinking, Mike, actually, that... Uh, I'm done with winter in Canada. It's well. That's one of the beautiful things about our business is the fact that you can just pick up and go. Um, and especially as you know, as you said, even with Google Home, you can really automate your properties. Um, I mean, I think automation has been a big part of um, how the industry is changing and, and how, as you know, individual owners and property managers, we can we can manage from from a distance. It's been a good year. Uh, we've we've done a lot this year. I think I think for me the the real highlights were all the events. It, you know, I can't say enough about going to to live events and you know I talk about this an awful lot. But this year I went to Amsterdam in um when was it? Oh gosh, it was February of last year now. So that was Amsterdam. I went that that was for the VRMA Europe conference and then it was our own VRSS in May uh followed by going to Florence to Antonio Bortolotti's Vacation Rental World Summit in September. And then I wrapped it up with the National VRMA Conference in uh, Orlando in October. And at each one of those, I took away so much. I've been to three VRMA conferences, but from each one, I took away just new stuff, met amazing people, and of course, re-met so many people. The networking is is the, the huge value to me. What about you, Mike? What did you do? Well, for me, I think uh, the, the first first half of the year was taken up with the Vacation Rental Success Summit, of course. Um, so that was uh, that was quite uh, uh, that chews up a lot of time preparing any conference. And, and you know, I I've seen on some of the forums on Facebook um, some people saying, "Oh, are there, are there too many conferences? And this conference isn't for me." And and I and I think that. You know, as time goes on, there will be more and more conferences because we have a massive, massive industry. So I think if you have not yet attended a vacation rental conference and you listen to this podcast, you know, you're you're taking the time out of your day to listen to us talk about talk about vacation rental for an hour. Why not make it part of a New Year's resolution to go and attend an event this year, at least one? Um, And there are a lot to choose from. 
Um, and the just the the learning, and you said the networking is everything because I, I see this all the time. Um, you know, in the run up to events, people are on the forums um, who they you know with their friends who they've made through Facebook groups, and say, "Oh, I can't wait to see you at this event, and I can't wait to see you at that that event." And it, it, it's you know it becomes it becomes your personal support system. Um, when you have these connections with people in the industry who are probably going through the same challenges you are with your vacation rental business, you know whether you're an individual owner, a property manager, whether you are you know one of these um, developers who's creating new products and services for the industry, this is where you need to go um, to to make sure that you're you know connecting with the right people. Um, so yeah, so yeah, Vacation Rental Success Summit was the the first half of um, of 2017, and then for the second half, we've really been kind of trying to gear uh, gear up Vacation Rental Formula um, and and uh, you know start to pick up steam with that a little bit. And uh, I, I'll I'll say that we've been teasing that we're going to be ending our. Um, uh, our lifetime membership um, and we're still trying to figure out exactly how that's going to look in 2018 um, but we have some amazing new products coming up um, and we're very excited um, about some of the things that are happening so definitely stay tuned to the podcast and stay tuned to cottageblogger.com because there'll be lots of interesting and exciting new opportunities for you and your rental business in 2018 let's just tell you what we're going to talk about today this is something that's been top of my mind for a long, long time, and it's, it's become my New Year's resolution for 2018, and that is to break free of working in my business and instead start to work on it. Um, what does that mean? I think for those of you who have uh, read the book E-Myth Revisited, you'll understand the glaring difference between working operationally within your business and working strategically on your business. And it's really difficult to try and marry the two together. You know, it's, it's tough. You know, you, you can't get down in the dirt and then also see the, the big picture at the same time. It's tough. And it's something that I've been doing for the past 15 years with my property management business. And 2018 is the year that I'm actually going to step back from operationally managing my business and work on the strategic parts of it as well without spending my time answering emails. And I, the, the times I will spend six or seven hours a day just answering inquiries. When I look at it and I think, why am I doing this? My time should be better, bent, better spent looking at how we can increase our business, increase uh, the amount of owners within our property management company and the amount of guests that come to us. How do we increase the traffic to our website? Those things are really more important strategically than for me, the principle of a business, sitting down and answering the emails. So this is what uh, we're really going to talk about. And in fact, just before we came on air and started to record this, Mike was explaining something to me and it was it was quite fascinating. So I'm going to pass it over to you, Mike, and you can uh, take it from here. Yeah, what we were talking about was, um, if you didn't know, I'm actually a, a full-time professional firefighter uh, in a major city just outside of Toronto. Um, and in, in the fire service over the last 20, 30 years, one of the biggest changes, well, obviously what doesn't change is water goes, wet stuff goes on the hot stuff. Um, but what has changed is the, the health and safety of firefighters on the fire ground. 
And what they realized, one of the biggest things that was happening is that people were getting too, or the, the people in charge of the emergency scene were getting too bogged down in the actual tasks that were happening. Um, so your your um, your battalion chief would be in there, you know, helping um, to push hose through the front door, um, or your battalion chief would be grabbing a ladder and, and helping the guy set it up against the house. And what that was doing was not allowing him to step back and to be able to look at the whole scene to make sure everybody's safe, everybody's accounted for. And they came up with a very, very basic way of, uh, you know, a very basic incident management system that's broken down into three separate areas. And we talk about managing a fire operation in forms of your strategic uh, level of operations, your tactical level of operations, and your task level. So strategic, tactical, and task. So what that means is is that your your, your firefighter, your, your boot on the back of the truck, is focusing on his job. Like, So if he's asked to go up onto the roof and ventilate uh, to allow the fire to escape out of the top of the roof, um, he's going to go to his truck, he's going to grab his tools, he's going to make sure he has his equipment on, um, he's going to probably um, help carry the ladder to get up onto the roof. So that's that's the task level. Like he has a lot of jobs to do, but just at his 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 low level. Then the captain, who's in charge of that fire truck, he has to think about the four or five guys that's working underneath him, all the equipment they need, and the objective of, that they're trying to achieve. So they're going onto a roof, they're trying to ventilate. So he's thinking about, okay, so where are we going to position this ladder? Um, how is this operation going to affect what somebody else is doing? Um, he's kind of connecting the dots. So he's focusing at the tactical level. So he has a small team. He's like mid-level management. Then you have the incident commander or the battalion chief who is the looking at the strategic level. He has lots of different um, tasks and lots of different objectives going on all at the same time. So it's all about span of control. Uh, and this is the biggest thing. And with your vacation rental business, this is how it, how it comes into your business, is making sure that you are not... Um, the, what was it called? A one-armed paper hanger. <laughs> yeah, my my father used to uh, use that expression a lot. And I, I'm not sure if there's, if there's a modern version of it, but it, it's trying to make sure you're not overstretching yourself. If you're finding with your vacation rental business that you're pu- pulling your hair out, you're exhausted, uh, you're up all night trying to do things that are taking much longer than they should, um, and you're just frustrated, it means that you're doing too many things. And you have to begin to look at your operations, either as a property manager or as an owner, and you have to decide which of these operations can I begin to break down and either assign to other people, if you have staff, if you don't have staff, what things can you um, outsource? Uh, I think he- Heather did uh, the episode, uh, was it two, 212? Which- oh, on the seven activities for, yes. for 2018. Yes. Yeah, and outsourcing was, was definitely one of them. So, so that's where you can begin to break down, you know, all these different tasks. So, so think of it, you think of your vacation rental business in in that respect. So, so Heather, for you, for your property management company, I mean, you have uh, you have somebody who looks after customer relations, you have somebody who looks after communications, you have somebody who looks after um, owner operations, you have somebody who's looking after um, administration. You have so you, you can you're already breaking down into tactical. Um, tasks all the operations that your your business does and then you have people within those groups doing those the the smaller minutiae of the the tasks so you just have to figure out how you can break down your vacation rental business and it comes down to the old saying that you do have to spend money to make money 
Um, and if you need to outsource, so it's going to cost you $100 to, to outsource uh, you know, some blog post writing. That will directly impact your business by bringing more traffic to your website. You know, It's something that if you don't like to write, then to outsource that and have somebody else do, it, do that for you just takes a, a huge weight off your shoulders. Um, so anyway, so I'm getting a little, little off, off topic there, but... No, not really, not really, because, um, you know, you're putting it, when you put it that way this morning, you told me about some um, strategic, tactical and task. It, it made me think, gosh, if I, if I had done this so many years ago and looked at it that way, we, we've had staff from the outset, even if it was just, you know, at the very, very beginning when, when it, was, it was myself and, and my husband, we started the business. I'm not saying he was my staff, but, you know, there, there were two of us doing different jobs. But once we got... A person in who, who in fact, we called her the office manager because she was doing all the administrative work. But, but we didn't. I'm not quite sure how to put it. You probably you could probably see it better yeah, than yeah, I can, Mike. Yeah. So, yes, so you, you 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 created a title of office manager, but didn't actually write down exactly what her whether she was at the task the tactical level. Well, I think what we never did was to actually lay bare the whole nuts and bolts of the business mm-hmm. and write it all down every little component part and then perhaps put it into a pot and if we put it into a pot to say this is this is a strategic function or this is a tactical function or this is a task function mm-hmm. i think if we'd taken it like that let, let's think of some uh, examples you know what would be a strategic function of of a property management business well so strategic will be you know you're planning for the year so what where's the business going in the year what objectives do you have what goals do you have um you know you, you it's the it's the thousand uh, the thousand foot view where you're looking down you've got the bird's eye view of the whole business um so i i always um you know with what we're doing with cottage blogger and vacation rental formula is always try and look at all the pieces uh, and in fact, uh, th- this week, uh, Heather, myself, and uh, and our new business partner or, or new partner in the business, who's going to be announced shortly, um, are getting together so we can actually plan our you know next next year, next three years, next five years, next ten years. So so that's wh- that's when you're looking at the the bird's eye view of the business and, and you're setting the goals to achieve the objectives that you want to achieve. Yeah, and and certainly for us, for for, for our property management business, you know, strategic. Setting strategic goals is, is something that we've done, but then having done that, I've always, I've, I've then go okay, we've got those strategic goals, and right, I'm now going heading down to the um, task level, down to the task level, and I'm going to start working on them. Yeah, so, so so what happens is when you have those strategic goals, is that you then need to break break those down into tactical objectives. Um, so it's like okay, so in 2018, I want to go from 20 properties to 100 properties. So, okay, so I have 80 properties to get. So in the tactical level, you would look at marketing. You know, how are we going to bring on new owners? Uh, how are we going to reach out and get new owners? Uh, then you're also going to look at the, the operations side of it. Like, how are we going to bring that many new owners on board? Do, is the business capable of handling another 80 properties? Um, then do we have the traffic um, for potential guests? Um, do we have enough traffic to begin to fill those extra 80 properties? So, you know, you, you need to – you almost want to uh, sit down with a big piece of paper or even a whiteboard and begin to spider diagram how, mm-hmm. this, how this all flows out. Uh, and and you, you used to mind map a lot. Mind mapping used to be a big uh, – I know. I know. And I don't know why I got away from mind mapping. 
Um, probably the overwhelm overwhelm of tools. Probably. Actually, the overwhelm of tools, and yeah, that's 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 something else because I well, I wasted about five hours the other day because I found some new tools mm-hmm. yeah, to no, play with. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to uh, the the the, dis- the age of distraction. I think. Uh, uh, in another episode, but um, but yes, it's it's you need to find what works for you, and sometimes just the 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 old basic pen and paper can just work just as well as some tool you pay twenty dollars a month for. Yeah, and and if, so coming down to this task level, I mean, let's let's stick with that same thing of of bringing on board new owners. There's things like creating lead magnets that I've talked about several times on. Uh, pod- previous podcasts so, so, um, so that would fall into the the marketing aspect so so you, you created a tactical objective of, of of you know have a marketing plan to help find these extra 80 properties so within that marketing plan you're going to create lead magnets to help attract people to um, the information that you can provide to them to to begin to convert them from a stranger to a, a customer so, but that creation of lead magnets is probably not the task of the person who's setting the strategy. No, it's not. That's a difficult one. Well, it's difficult because you, you, you move into this conundrum of, can I afford to hire somebody? I, and, and, you know, I think, like I just said, we had, we're in the age of distraction. We're also the, the age of the entrepreneur. Everybody's an entrepreneur. If you have a laptop and, um, and a website, you, you suddenly you're, you're an online business person. And there are so many issues with being a solopreneur where if you're trying to grow a business you have to recognize the the point in your business where you can't be a solopreneur anymore um, or a mom and pop shop um, you have to really really look at what you're doing firstly are you serving yourself it has to come down to are you serving your own personal goals your own personal tr- strategic goals you know for myself I made some huge decisions in 2017 which dr- dramatically impacted my business um to the point where i sold it I, I i will be put my hand up and say i no longer have a vacation rental property um because it didn't suit my strategic goals for 2018 which are to buy a boat and take my family sailing around the world um which we achieved so we're very excited about that but you have to make sure that what, what you're doing in your business is serving yourself and your own personal um, goals. And if it's just to grow your business, then that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but you have to recognize if you're growing your business that that includes staffing. I've I've seen a lot of instances recently, and um, I spend time on that on the on the say no to VRBO group. See a lot of instances where people are selling up. They've they've got to that critical point where they are approaching burnout. They're doing their own changeovers. They're managing all the issues that are coming out of a property. They're dealing with the, uh, with the changes coming out of the OTAs. They haven't got time to create their own website and, and do full-on marketing for that. And they see that the only way out is to actually sell their, their business. I, I think there's a, a number of people, a lot of people, who, are, who will be coming to that, that critical point that tipping point, if you like. Yeah, I mean, I think the the operations of a property. Um, you know, when you're looking at your property mat, sorry, your your cleaning company, whoever your property maintenance is, if you're doing that all yourself, um, it, it becomes very overwhelming. And you know, if you want to grow your business to a second property or a third property, it becomes almost untenable, where you you just don't have the time to be able to manage three properties. Uh, if, if you if you can and you do, please uh, please let us know in the comments uh, on the show notes because we we want to hear from people who are making it work um, 
all by themselves because it comes down to systems at the end of the day. It's making sure that you have the systems that serve you. Um, that's, that, that's super important. But I, I have a very good friend of mine who is also just trying to sell his cottage. Um, he's been uh, doing vacation rental for, for two or three years, and it's just he, he is already at burnout. Um, multiple bad incidences with, with guests, problems with um, some of the services at the property. Um, and it's just it's just got to the point where it's just, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be having to drive an hour and a half, two hours to go and clean the property or go and service the people who are staying there. Um, don't look at this as a as a negative on you as a business owner. You know, you're not being lazy. It's just, you know, again, you have to come first and your well-being. Um as Gary Vaynerchuk would say, I mean, you can't have a business without hustle, but at the same time, you still have to have a life and family and friends and, and, and time off. Um, because if you're always hustling, um, then it's just going to burn you right out. So what it comes down to is just deciding what it is that you enjoy in your business. What, what it, stick with what you enjoy. Yeah, it's absolutely right. It's taken me 15 years to come to this point where, you know, for me, and I said at the outset of this episode, you know, talk about this resolution I've made to step back from my business and, and what I'm going to be doing. I'm, I'm not moving away from the property, property management business wholly. I'm going to be doing the stuff that I really, really love about it, which is creating content, um, creating content for our website, creating a video to, to, to market it, which to some extent is going back to task. I guess, Mike. It, um, it, it is, but but the nice thing is, is, at the strategic level, you know, as the boss, as the CEO, or, or the the head of your business, you can you have the um, you know the leeway to pick and choose what tasks you want to do, and pick and choose the tasks that actually fulfill you. Just don't don't do the tasks that you hate. Make sure you're outsourcing those because that there are plenty of out there are plenty of employees out there who are looking for for jobs. There are lots of freelancers out there who will gladly do the scut work that you don't want to do. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, one, one thing I will say, I mean, we, we took on a, a new property management system a few years ago. I have never um, spent any time in it. Uh, that, that is one thing that uh, I decided on, that I would learn the very basics of it, but I have staff that can deal with you know, how, to, how to do a booking, how to process a reservation. I don't need to know the ins and outs of that. And if I apply that sort of thinking to other areas, which is what I'm going to be doing this year, then, uh, then it really is going to free up a lot of my time to do the things that I really love to do, which, as I say, is creating, creating content, however that, uh, that, that is done. Yeah, and I think another example is I know we've uh, we've been working with Jason Beaton from Airtight Marketing for a few years um, with Cottage Link, and, and and that's another thing we were just talking about that the other day that you don't want to have anything to do with the email campaigns and the the email funnels and trying to you know building lead magnets and all that kind of stuff. It's just it's not something that interests you. So you end up being like Alice going down the rabbit hole where you just get sucked into what seems like something so simple, but you end up doing task after task after task after task that just just completely consumes your time. Before I met Jason and, and got him involved with CRM and helping us out with our um, email automation, I was deep into those tasks of writing out those emails and trying to get them automated. And it took up... If I, if, I be, if I begin to think now of how much time 
I spent on tasks that I could have got somebody else to do, even though it cost me money. When you come to think about it, I could have saved so much time if I'd outsourced it in the first place. Yeah, because we are so we have so much access now to education um, on everything. Um, the internet really is, you know, and that's what we do. We, we provide education through this podcast. We, we provide vacation rental education through Cottage Blogger and through Vacation Rental Formula. You know, we're, we're part of the um, the entrepreneurs online who are providing educational products. The thing is, as a consumer of those products, you have to think about what is it that you need in your position, in your job. Um, and as, you know, as a vacation rental owner, it can be very over- overwhelming where you feel you have to learn everything. But you need to, again, it all comes down to your personal strategic goals. Like, what is it that you, you're hoping to achieve in 2018? Um, and you need to look at, can you do all the things? Can you do all those tasks yourself? Um, and 99, t- 99 out of 100 times, it's going to be no. Like, you do have to begin to think about who is it who has the expertise who can do this task in 15 minutes, which would take you three hours. Yeah, absolutely. And th- this, you know, this this goes on to the second part of my resolution for for 2018 is is not only to free myself up from uh the operational aspects of my own property management business, but it's also how I'm going to take all the experience that I've had over the last 15 years and turn it round into something useful for anybody else who's thinking about starting a property management business yeah it's not that you've been doing it wrong but but you you've made mistakes and we want to help people to grow their property management business without making the same mistakes that you did so in in doing that i'm going to take um everything that we do as a property management business and um separate it all out into separate into the separate component parts and pull together all the resources that have helped me um, and, uh, you know, over the year, we'll be sharing that with you. Yeah, so, so stay tuned for that, because I think that's going to really help a lot of people, especially if you're a, a mom, mom and pop shop, or you just have like one, you're a solopreneur, or you have one or two employees, and you're looking to grow. It's just so helpful to build to learn from people who've already made the mistakes. Um, so you don't have to. Yeah, the other thing is, is that, <laughs> is that we're going through this in, intense phase of technological change that is 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 going so much faster than i think any of us could have anticipated you know going back to just talking about the google home that mike got me for christmas um i turned around to my husband yesterday and said well does this mean that the sonos i bought you last year is now obsolete yeah and and the the thing is it's not necessarily obsolete it's just how the systems work together um so you just have to be you have to look again and I'll come back to this all the time, is, is figure out what, it, what your own strategic goal is. So if you're buying tools to help you in your business, do they actually help you achieve your strategic goal? Um, don't just buy them because you know somebody else has bought it or somebody you follow has bought it. I mean, I made a huge mistake when I started out in online business where I started to buy into programs and software that the people I was learning from were using. Um, but I didn't realize that they were four or five years ahead of where I was. So, you know, a good example was um, uh, email uh, email marketing software. 
I bought into Infusionsoft, which is one of the biggest and, and most cumbersome uh, pieces of uh, programs out there. And I was paying $250, $300 US a month to use it. When really, we've just now moved to Active Campaign, which is amazing, and I'm paying like $50 a month. So, it, you know, there's huge mistakes that you make because you think you're doing the right thing. You're trying to emulate the people you're following um, or the people you're learning from. But you have to make sure that it suits you and where you are in your business at that time. Yeah, it, and, it, and it really is tough because wherever you, wherever you look these days, there's, there's something new coming on the market. And, and the, you know, the sales pitch is there telling you it's the biggest, it's the best, it's the absolute only one you'll ever need. Um, it's something I, I, I get whenever I go to, to these conferences, you know, all, always the, 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 the rows of suppliers and exhibitors and they're all absolutely great. Everybody that's out there servicing this industry is, is great. And they really uh, are producing their products to, uh, to, to meet the needs of industry players, whether they're owners, whether they're property managers, or, or whether they are um, other vendors to the industry. However, it's not a one-size-fits-all. You know, one, one product is going to be absolutely amazing for one type of property manager but would be useless to an individual owner and and exactly the same that that a product that's that's out there targeted to um to somebody with one or two properties is not going to be much use to somebody to, to a, a manager with 250 and what's really interesting is that we, we encourage everybody to network and you know this is where live events come in you're networking you're making friends the reason you network and you have this support team and you join these facebook groups or linkedin groups is that when you see a new product you can then go into those groups and say hey guys is anybody using this product is this something that i should be looking at and you get that completely unbiased um just a good friend who will give you a recommendation. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't actually go so far as to say it's unbiased because I think when uh, when somebody's into using a product and they really really like it, they become very biased towards it. But at the same time, you know, it, it's it's unbiased in terms of it's not coming from the business itself. This is true. But absolutely, somebody's going to. I've got several. You know, I will rave to the ends of the earth about Active Campaign and say that all vacation rental owners and property managers should be using Active Campaign because I found that it, it is the right fit for me and, and, and what I've been doing. Um, and, and, you know, I have tried others. So, yes, everybody's going to have their own. They're going to give you glowing reviews if they're loving the product, but then that's going to help you make your decision too. Yeah, that's, that's right, because there's people out there who are doing um, great stuff with MailChimp or Constant Contact. So, you know, you are going to get those different viewpoints. One place to go to is Capterra. If you haven't heard of Capterra, C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot com. Or if you head over to the show notes, it'll be a link there at the bottom of the show notes. Yeah. Then um, use Capterra um, to find out comparisons, find out lists of different, um, different products in the same category. We're looking at different um, property management systems at, at this time we may be thinking of, of of changing over our pms in the next uh in the next year or so looking back on you know decisions that we made have not that that, that have perhaps not been the most sound we've made a couple of errors on property management systems over the past few years one of the things that we we, we didn't do was was good comparisons was actually look at half dozen other uh, products and compare and contrast their features, their benefits, and t 
talk to the people who are using them. So uh, on capterra.com, you can go and put in property management systems or um, other types of software, and it will give you a long list of them and, um, and a lot of testimonials from people who are using them. Yeah, and I, I just I guess I want to talk again about you know when you're choosing, especially something like a property management system. Once you're committed and you begin to work with it, it's so difficult and so much work to break away from it, like years of work. Um, and it was the same with me when I you know I mentioned Infusionsoft, the moving from Infusionsoft to Active Campaign. That was a very very similar experience where you know I had my entire marketing system built inside Infusion stuff, and it took me probably close to six weeks to move everything across, and it's just a daunting task. So that's why it's so important that you're not you're not pulled in by the next shiny thing, and you really do that research because it will really pay dividends in the long run. Yeah, that's that's a problem that you and I have actually, Mike. We we are bright shiny people. We're, we're bright shiny thing. Um, people, we 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 do like to be out at the front with the newest stuff, and some sometimes just the, the you know the the old nineteen nineteen eighties TV or the nineteen eighties washing machine that still works fine today. It's not necessarily about what's bright and new; it's about what works. Yeah, absolutely. So, Mike, I mean that, that that's what that's what I'm doing. That those are my big resolutions for this year. One is to uh, to break free of the operational side, break free of the task side. And, and step up to strategy and and the second one is to document everything everything that happens in a property management company and begin to share that with you yeah i, I think that that'll be so helpful for many of you who you know even if you have one property and you're thinking of of, of upgrading to a second a third or fourth you know even if you're not planning on renting for other people as soon as you get into multiple properties you, you really are a property manager like you have to think about um all the different uh, facets of, of that side of a business because now you're you're managing multiple clients or multiple guests at the same time. Uh, if the properties are on the same location, you'll be managing uh, different people in different locations. So yeah, so there's a lot to think about when you move up to that that second or second or more properties. So what about you? Well, for me, I, I know that. You know, I talked at the beginning uh, about how we've been trying to move Vacation Rental Formula back into a more consistent um, business delivering consistent uh, content. Um, so that's really going to be our goal for 2018 is to get back into doing uh, weekly um, weekly office hours calls where you'll be able to join us on, on a live webinar every week uh, where we, you know there'll be a loose topic to talk about but not really a presentation um, and really it's just for us to be able to answer the questions um, for any vacation rental owners or property managers uh, live on the air um, so you know you can you can you don't have to speak or, or use video you can just type in questions and uh, between uh heather and myself we'll be uh, be there to to answer those questions for you every week um and then as well as that we'll also be moving back into our monthly webinars um so we're going to get back into our monthly training um and if you head over to the show notes you'll uh, you'll see the first registration uh, pages or the links to registrations uh for the next upcoming office hours calls as well as for our uh next monthly webinar um, so definitely head across to the show notes. Um, uh, if you're listening to this on your smartphone, uh, in the description, there should be the uh, the link directly to the show notes. Uh, or you can head across to cottageblogger.com, and this is episode uh, 214. Yeah. I miss Blab, you know? Well, Blab was great. Um, you know, again, it was a bright, shiny thing. And, and that was that was a, a good example of a, of a company that, that they folded very quickly under the weight of what they created. Um 
and but now you know the, just simple webinars are just fine um there's again there are so many different um platforms out there to enable us to connect with our audience um even facebook live facebook live is is is, is very simple to use um so we're going to be experimenting a little bit with which platforms we're going to be using um so so stay tuned for that yeah i'm i'm really interested in getting into uh into facebook live this year mind you i've been saying things like I'm going to become an Instagram user for the past five years. And, and again, it, it, it comes down to, again, your personal strategic plan and the strategic plan for your business. Is, like, is that something that you need to do? Or is that something that you should be having a member of staff do? Or even, uh, this is something I did last year, is I, I um, actually hired um, a, a company to manage my social media. Uh, so not only were they helping to create the social media posts and set them up um, in a scheduler, um, but they're also helping to manage all the the data as well. Let me know what was working, what wasn't working, how we were connecting with our audience. Um, that that made a huge difference to the success of our of our social reach in 2017. Um, and if you're interested, I'll, I'll, I'll gladly uh, give a give a testimonial out to Don't Panic Management. Um, they're based out of New York. Um, and you can find the link to that in the show notes. Uh, they do everything from social media. Uh, they do blog content writing. They do uh, event management. They'll even do bookkeeping. Uh, all kinds of um, uh, all kinds of services, um, and all provided by uh, North American based virtual assistants. Yeah, that was great. They did a they did a fantastic uh, a fantastic job. So so what else, Mike? What's um, any anything any resolutions for you on the personal front? Well, I mean, resolutions, I'm, I'm trying to get away from using the word resolutions, but try and be a little bit more just goal-focused. Um, so rather than saying I am or I'm not going to do something, it's it's going to be more I'm trying to achieve a certain target. You know, again, strategic, tactical, and task. Um, I've, I have found over the last two years, especially with I know, the Vacation Rental Success Summit, is extremely um, taxing on time. Um, and I have found the last uh, eight year to eighteen months, I've prioritised work over everything, over family, over personal health, um, and it's you know it's it's one of those things is, is is you have to always remember that, and, and you know I see this. I don't mean to get too deep, but I see this on a daily basis. Life is too short. If you're constantly working yourself to the bone thinking that you're going to enjoy the the benefits or the fruits of your labor uh, in a few years time that's great but you could be dead tomorrow so just make sure that you're allowing time for yourself make sure you are enjoying a property that's something that we didn't do with seabreeze our vacation rental properties we didn't we never took the time to enjoy it for ourselves um it doesn't close the sale of that cottage doesn't close until march but we're going to try and make sure we get down there for a few weekends or a few little visits, just to just to just spend the last few uh, last few stays there before we hand it off to the new owners. Um, and and it's so simple because you f- you forget you have this wonderful piece of paradise, and if you don't use it yourself, um, it's yeah, it's, it's lost. So so just I'm going to encourage everybody, and this is what this episode really is all about: is making sure that you are trying to streamline what it is that you're doing and streamline to the point where you can begin to prioritize yourself um, and your own well-being over the the needs of your business that's very well said mike yeah yeah that's that's probably worthwhile 
closing on that one, but I want to talk a little bit. I'm just going to want to have a little bit of um, chat, as we are on every podcast from here on in, um, just a little bit of um, chat with Mike about VRSS, where we are on the summit at the moment, and uh, and what you can expect. So, yeah, we're just, just over five weeks. So, five, oh, God, not five oh, weeks. Please. Five months. <laughs> we're five months away. Um, and amazingly, like this year has been um, so far in the run-up to, to this event. I mean, we're thrilled to, to say that we're pretty much complete on our agenda. Um, I would say we have about 90% of our speakers have already si- signed on, and we're just putting the, um, the agenda together, which should be out in the next week or two. Um, so if you are interested in attending the Vacation Rental Success Summit and one of your um, uh, one of the drawbacks of sorry not one of the drawbacks but maybe one of your objections to getting a ticket early was because you didn't know what was actually going to be available in terms of who was speaking and what they're speaking about then you should be able to make that decision before the end of January uh, where the early bird ticket sales expire we did extend the early bird ticket sales until the end of January so this is going to be the last chance to get uh, your tickets at a discounted price um, so I strongly strongly encourage you to get over to vacationrentalsuccesssummit.com um, have a good look through the website, see who's speaking. Um, and again, we're asking um, because there's a very, you know, we're going through a learning curve of, of, of managing events. Um, and especially in the vacation rental industry, we have the added twist that everybody likes to stay at vacation rental properties when they go to stay, go to places. And I completely understand that. Um, and what we're hoping for this particular event um, is that we're hoping as many attendees as possible stay on site at the at the hotel. Uh, the reason being is because this helps offset the costs of the event itself. Um, so so we're really hoping that as many people will join us at the hotel. There's going to be lots of little uh, gatherings and after parties, and it's, it's going to be a fantastic experience um, for anybody who hasn't been before. Uh, we're going to get to meet and greet um, a lot of the. Um, experts in the industry, um, as well as make a ton of new friends. Um, and for anybody who has been before, you know what the networking is like, and you know what the parties are like. We, we, we have we have a lot of fun at Vacation Rental Success, and uh, and we really want to see as many of you there as possible. And the location, I, I go on when when we first started planning this, and and I was the one who who pitched San Antonio as the location. And uh, one reason is that I've it, it, it's one of my favorite places in the world. I've just absolutely love the river walk and and just the ambience of it it's it, it's vibrant and it's a small part of a city but it, it just it feel, feels like a village mm-hmm. um around that area and then of course you've got the alamo it's only a short walk from the from the hotel over to the alamo so you can go you know if that's a bucket list uh, tick, then you can do that at the same time. And I know that I know of some people um, who are who are going to come down. They're going to spend some time in San Antonio and then go elsewhere and continue their vacation down in Texas uh, in May because it's it's, it's going to be warm, but it's going to be before it gets too hot. The my, my uh, the only fly in the ointment for me is that the nineteenth of May is the date that uh, Prince Harry marries Me- Meghan Markle, and I'm a bit of a royalist and. My sister said the other day, she said, you are coming up to, um, to visit with me and we can get up at four o'clock in the morning and watch a royal wedding. And I had to say, mm, yeah, I'm going to be in San Antonio. Yeah. But actually, I know where I'd rather be. Yeah, so uh, uh, yes, I think uh, I think it's going to be a great weekend, um, and uh, and we also are now um, can announce that we have a few workshops that are going on on the Friday, so Friday the eighteenth. 
um, of May. Um, we have the the amazingly talented ladies from the VR Mastered Bootcamp, um, Alana Schroeder and Tyan Marsink, uh, are going to be hold, holding a full one-day boot camp on the Friday. Um, so if you've always wanted to attend one of their boot camps, but you know either couldn't make it to the to the uh, location um or you didn't have the time then this is a perfect opportunity for you to add an extra day onto your stay in san antonio and uh, and, and join one of their boot camps because because they're going to be talking about instagram i yeah. could go i could go and learn all about instagram yes yes you could <laughs> again again <laughs> Um, as well as that, uh, Jessica Gillingham from um, Abode uh, PR um, is going to be doing a half-day workshop on uh, public relations and, and how you can use public relations either f- as an individual owner or as a property manager. Um, so that would be, definitely be advisable if you're looking to get more exposure um, for your business uh, in your vacation rental area. Um, and then also Jason Beaton from Airtight Marketing um, and his friend Elroy Wells um, are going to be hosting a, a full-day workshop on um, email marketing. Um, and this is going to be a lot more hands-on, kind of get things done rather than the theory. Uh, so last year we did the, the VR Marketing 2.0 um, full-day boot camp, and it was a lot of theory. Um, and one of the great things about attending these workshops is quite often you get some, some a lot of things thrown in. Uh, so the people who attended the v- VR Marketing 2.0 workshop last year um, at VRSS, uh, they actually got free access um, to um, a pretty major course that we produced um, that went on for, I think it was seven weeks it was a seven-week course. It was very in-depth, um, and they got that included for free. So you never know. Like for, for the extra hundred dollars um, to attend uh, these workshops, um, or you know, each workshop is a, is a different price. So definitely head over to um, the Vacation Rental Success Summit uh, website and head to workshops, um, and you can get a little bit more information about um, each workshop, what's included, um, and how much it will be. That's great. That's great. That's uh, it. Really adds value to that weekend. So, you know, you can have, you can come just for the two days of the conference or come for three and, and really get massive value out of it. And I'm going to be there for all three days. So I'm going to get value out of it, come what may. Um, so, Mike, that's, um, that's just about it for this episode. I'm looking at the uh, temperature here. It's actually, it's gone up to minus 20 centigrade. <laughs> I'll go put my shorts on. Well, so somebody said, why do people in Canada wear shorts when it's, when it's you know, just above freezing? That's because there is this huge change in temperature from where we normally are in the middle of winter that, uh, that it seems very balmy when it goes to zero. Yes. Uh, so with that being said, uh, w- both of us uh, and all the team here at uh, Vacation Rental Success Summit Podcast and Vacation Rental Formula wish, want to wish you all a very happy new year for 2018. We wish you the great success in this rapidly growing industry. Um, and we're here to help. Um, please don't forget, if you ever, ever have problems or you're struggling, please reach out to us. And you can do that on the show notes in the comments um, or head across to cottageblogger.com um, and you'll be able to contact us there. Um, and we're, just, we're here to help. Um, so please, please, if you get stuck or you're, you're, you're running on fumes, just give us, a, give us a shout and we'll do our best to, uh, to help you through it. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much, Mike, for joining me. And... Um I look forward to a fantastic new year and uh, and joining you on the boat at some point, maybe in 2019. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the first episode of the podcast we, we record uh, floating in the Caribbean. Oh, wow. Uh, on a day like this, that sounds absolute bliss. 
thank you once again it's been an absolute pleasure to be with you I'll be back with you again next week thanks everybody bye bye this episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business. Oh, 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 o